The Word, The Nativity Reimagined by Victor of Campton, Episode 4 How could a lowly centurion have possibly known that for the past few weeks three richly appointed caravans, escorted by heavily armed troops, had been on the road following a bright burning star in the sky and heading towards Jerusalem? Not an invading force, but certainly of considerable importance. These three groups were led by the rulers or high-ranking nobles of distant countries. Each had a remarkable experience that was to set them on their journey to Israel. As was the case in those days, interest in astronomy and astrology ran high among the educated classes. Each had been mystified by a particularly bright star in the east that seemed not to move, as did all the others in the night sky. Moreover, the star remained visible during the hours of daylight. Sending for their senior counsellors, they had been advised that the star was a definite sign that there had been a momentous occurrence. As was written in the ancient Hebrew scriptures, it was probable that Judah was anticipating the arrival of a king one who would liberate them from the oppressive yoke of Rome. Such an event was likely to be the cause of considerable unrest and possible danger in the future to their master's domain, even though, as they prophesied, such danger was minimal, since, to the best of their knowledge, the supposed king was likely to be but a baby to be born into poverty. All three large caravans had arrived simultaneously at the royal palace in Jerusalem, where uproar broke out as they were to be accommodated and entertained to a sumptuous dinner that night in the presence of Herod. Herod of Israel was a wily and ruthless man, jealous of his power and position. He had more than once used great brutality to put down an insurrection by renegade Jews. But he was well aware that a full mobilisation of the garrisons would not be well received by his courtiers, many of whom enjoyed considerable wealth generated by the international caravans that passed through the country. Dinner being over and all taking their ease, the king inquired what it was that brought such illustrious personages to Jerusalem. The story of the latest heavenly signs and the relevant passages of the Jewish scriptures was told and discussed. Herod did not like the sound of this, but the next morning, with much ceremony, bade his guests farewell, with assurances of his personal interest in their expedition. On their return journey via his capital, he would be grateful for more intelligence and the location of this new and important personage, so that he might travel to greet him personally. Herod sent for his senior commander. The people that have just departed, I want them followed, he ordered. The general hesitated and did not speak. Well, speak up, man. What's the problem? Sire, we have been trying to shadow all three groups since they crossed our borders, but without success. They appear to value their privacy. Their guards are simply too good for my men, and I have lost nine of the best already. Lost? How lost? 
Each has disappeared, only to be found later in a ditch with there, drawing his hand across his throat. Best await their return, Majesty, then you will know what they know, and, perhaps, it might be best that Rome is not troubled by such a trifle. Herod knew he had a point. Very well, I will wait. You may go, he ordered. The much-relieved general retired as quickly as was, as was respectful. As history has recorded, Herod waited. He waited and he waited in vain. <laughs>